Have you ever felt like you're not good enough or you're a fraud? Maybe you've felt that your success that you've achieved was actually a fluke, therefore you didn't really earn it or deserve it. Have you ever felt like you're way out of your depth in what you were doing? This could be imposter syndrome, which is described in the literature as a key behavioral health condition impairing professional performance and contributing to burnout. In short, it's a feeling that you get of self-doubt in your own abilities. Imposter syndrome is a legitimate problem with majority of people experiencing this feeling at least once, at least, (laughs) more likely many times in their lifetime. And it's something that holds people back from realizing their potential throughout their entire life. So it's something that is very worthwhile being aware of so that you can take measures to overcome this internal enemy. So this episode is dedicated to fleshing out imposter syndrome and going through why this happens as well as covering some of the key ways that you can overcome imposter syndrome. So let's get into it. This is episode number 28 of the Aligned Performance Podcast. Hey everyone, Trang here and I am ready to dig deep into imposter syndrome. This is something that I truly believe is one of the primary obstacles that hold people back from achieving their outcomes and really transforming their lives, really being able to create the life that they want and to achieve the performance that they dreamed of. And the reason why I believe this is because, you know, over the years I've done many initial consultation calls. I've um, met a lot of different people and spoken to them about their challenges. And a lot of the time people mention that it is certain limiting beliefs or certain internal thought processes that are holding them back. And for the other fraction of people who come up with um, other obstacles, those obstacles, they always at a deeper level come back to their perception or their response, you know, their, the projection of their belief systems about that particular obstacle. So whether it's time, whether it's finances, like a lot of that, ultimately it comes down to a certain belief system or perception of that thing. So it really comes down to your internal worlds, like your your mindset, your your mental state. I'm actually trying to use the word mindset less because it's just so overused. And I think that has caused the term to be watered down and it doesn't have the power that it, it deserves. But yeah, I'm really talking about the internal headspace, internal mental state here. So firstly, for those of you who are listening, you know, If you have ever felt like you're not good enough or felt like you are out of your depth and, you know, not deserving or not worthy of where you are at or what you want to achieve, firstly, know that it is normal to feel like this. So a review from 2019 found that up to 82% of people experience imposter syndrome and get this feeling. And that's across both sexes, men and women, across a whole range of age groups. 
across a whole range of experience levels. So from beginners, um, adolescents up to late stage professionals. <laughs> so if it's not already clear, imposter syndrome is something that gets experienced by anyone and everyone. And I am the first to put up my hand to say that I have battled with this massively in the past for a long time on unconsciously where I wasn't even aware that you know, the primary driver of my decision-making process and things like that was because of this limitation. But then more recently, you know, with increased levels of awareness, being aware of that doesn't mean that it's completely banished. Like I still get that when I'm moving from one level to the next. So even though I'm at a certain level of my career, certain level um, in my training, every time I move to the next level again, then I get that feeling all over again. And that is going to go for anyone because anytime someone is evolving or growing, whether they are going from beginner to intermediate level or intermediate level to advanced level or um, expert level to absolute master level, it's still moving into a new um, territory. It's still moving to a new level that has not yet been unlocked, which is why Anyone and everyone will experience imposter syndrome. So firstly, know that it is normal to feel this way. It's not just you. But also, secondly, know that this is something that can really hold you back. It's it's a feeling. It's a thought process. But it can be the difference between someone taking the steps to create their dream life, to go for their dream job, to... Um, take big risks in their life versus someone who doesn't. And we all know that big risks lead to big rewards. So if someone is being held back by this sensation or this feeling of imposter syndrome, they're not going to take those action steps. They're not going to take those risks and they're not going to be able to enjoy and receive those rewards. Since reality is in the eye of the beholder, so your perception of reality is literally that it's your perception. It's your projection of your belief systems, of your values, of your previous experiences and memories. The thing is people will mistake their own doubts of themselves for reality. Like people will have this certain perception of themselves and they will mistake that perception as reality. They'll mistake that perception as this is my actual capabilities. This is my actual potential. And that's a problem because when people are mistaking their perception as the truth, well, they're going to take action based on what they think is the truth. And especially for people who aren't even aware of this whole system, like the fact that reality is your perception, that's going to be problematic because they're going to really buy into that. They're going to really accept that that is the, the truth and that is the way it is. So it's really important, firstly, to be aware that your feeling of imposter syndrome is a perception. It might feel really real and I'm not downplaying the fact of how real it might feel, um, but it's, it's a perception and it's a projection. Also, you might be saying or you might be thinking, well, what do you mean it's just a perception? I've tried this five times 
and I've failed each time or I've gone for this job so many times and I still haven't been able to get it. I have tried to, um, you know, I've tried so many ways to, to uh, progress, but I still can't seem to progress. So what do you mean it's a perception? There's the evidence right there that it's, you know, that this is my limit. And I totally hear you. Like, I've got to say, you know, first of all, I understand that that has shaped your perception, right? But understand that where you are now is absolutely no indication of where you can be. You may have tried five methods. You may have gone for that job or gone for a job promotion or a different a change in industry or whatever five times. You may have failed five times. But have you tried the sixth time? Have you tried the sixth different method? Unless you've tried every single strategy under the sun and you failed each and every one of them, you still haven't exhausted all of your options. And that's the truth. Where you are now is no indication of where you can be. So maybe up until now, you've only had access to you know, so many resources or access to so much knowledge. And with that level of knowledge and resources, you haven't been able to achieve that progress or that success that you want. But as soon as you unlock that next level of knowledge, understanding, awareness, resources, skills, um, experience, then who's to say that you cannot progress past where you have been in the past? Another way of thinking of this is, Thinking about when you were a kid, like when you were 10 years old, every 10-year-old knows that they have their whole lifetime ahead of them and they they dream big, right? Like they dream of being like astronauts, they dream of being um, politicians or firefighters or whatever And, and they know that where they're at is no indication of where they're going to be. But for some reason, as soon as people enter adulthood and they go into their 20s or their 30s or their 40s, they start to perceive that where they are at now is it. And where they're at now is the most that they can get to. But, you know, this is something that I go into in detail with my clients. The brain's capacity is just infinite the nerves in our brain are just constantly remodeling and that is ongoing until we die. So unless you're dead, you still have the capacity to evolve and to change and to progress. So that's something to remember. But also like know that where your memories are at is what is currently shaping your self-perception, is currently shaping your identity. But rise above that and, and realize that your memories are only like part of your entire life and they're only part of your potential. What you need to do is actually cast your mind forwards and realize that you have future memories that you will be making that will also then create your own perception of your capabilities. Those memories will be created. You just don't really have access to them yet. And the key word is yet. Just because you don't have access to it or just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So for example, if you were looking at a running shoe, you're looking at one side of this running shoe 
and you can't see a logo. So, you know, if you were to take what you see as um, as reality, then you would assume that that shoe is unbranded. It doesn't have a brand. It doesn't have a logo. But then as soon as you look on the other side of the shoe from a different angle that you weren't looking at the shoe a moment earlier, then you'll see that there is a logo on the other side. It's a Nike shoe. And that logo is there. You just didn't see it earlier. But because you didn't see it earlier, it doesn't mean it wasn't there, right? You just had a limited um, lim- limited viewing or limited view of the shoe. And the same goes for these memories. So remember that you've only got access to a set amount of memories to date. But in the future, you will have much more evidence and much more of an expansive memory database that will show you what you are truly capable of. Something else that is worth being aware of is understanding how the cycle of confidence gets developed. So for example, you are confident that you can run 100 meters, right? And why is that? Because you've run 100 meters before. So you've done the action Therefore, you have completed it and you've received the evidence that you can do it versus for majority of you, you may be less confident that you can run 100 kilometers because you have never done it before. Some of you have, but many of you won't have. So if you haven't done it before, you don't have that evidence that you can do it. Therefore, you're not as confident. And that is the cycle. The cycle is action will increase confidence and then confidence will also feed back and lead to that action again. If someone's confident they can run 100 kilometers because they've done it before, they're going to be more likely to enter into another 100 kilometer race, right? Like they're just going to be more likely to take action towards that thing. So it's an ongoing cycle that that goes between action and confidence. But the thing is, you can't, it's it's a cycle. It's like the the chicken or the egg, which one came first. You can't wait for one to be in existence before you take action on the other. It, it's not, none of them come first. They, they both continue to cycle around each other. So what you need to do is inject yourself into that cycle at some point. Sure. You can wait to have confidence before you do something, But where are you going to get that confidence from if you're not going to do the thing to get the confidence? It's a cycle, right? So why don't you just do the thing and find out? (laughs) Go and do that 100-kilometer race. And when you cross the finish line, you have that evidence straight up that you can do it. And I've trained so many um, runners or triathletes to do big races, to do marathons, to do um, half Ironmans. And up until they're standing on the start line of that race, they still don't feel confident that they can do it. But in my eyes, I'm like, yeah, you're ready. You've done training for the last six months or whatever it is, likely longer for most of my clients. Um, but you've done the training, you are physically ready, but in their minds, they're still not ready yet. You know, six hours later, they've completed the race and they could do it. So once again, another reminder that perception does not equal truth. Perception does not equal reality. Um, so, you know, until they did it, 
that was the only time that they could be truly confident that in themselves and their ability. So this is the point, you know, for anything that you feel like you are sitting on, anything that you are procrastinating on, anything that you are feeling not confident about, just throw yourself into that scenario and you will find out sooner or later, very quickly, your capability levels. You know, best case scenario, you absolutely smash it. You do really well and your confidence levels are boosted immensely. What's the worst case scenario? You learn from that experience. You get feedback on how not to do it. So in other words, what I'm saying is if you actually make a mistake or if you, in quotation marks, fail, it's not a failure. And that's why I didn't want to say that first. What is actually happening is you getting you're getting feedback and you're learning how not to do that thing. And now you are still one step closer to being able to do that thing. Remember, like when we're all born, we're all born as a three kilogram baby with absolutely no skills, no, um, like nothing, a blank slate. And we all start as a beginner, you know, in order to become an expert, you need to be a beginner first and you need to make mistakes. You need to experiment and get closer to success through experimentation. That's the thing. Like experimentation is a prerequisite for success and that includes failures in itself. So for you, are you someone who is taking the perception that you are not where you're at now. You know, you are not your past failures. You are not your, you're not who you were in the past. Your potential is not who you are now. As well as understanding that if you want to have that confidence, then you just need to continue to go for the thing, continue to chip away. And over time, your your confidence will come from that. But What about injecting into the other part of the cycle, you might ask? So, you know, you can take action and that will build confidence. But let's say you you don't have the ability to take action straight away. Like say you have a job interview, say you have a big race and until you do that thing is only when you will get confidence, but you want that confidence and you want to um, have that certainty to to go into that event um, sure of yourself or maybe you need the confidence straight up to to enter into that race or to go for that job interview or to start that podcast or start that business in the first place. So where can you get that confidence from if that needs to proceed taking action in your scenario? Well, a good way to do this is through visualization meditations. Because like I said before, action follows or action is followed by confidence. So how can you trick your mind that you are taking action, that you've already run that 100 meter race before, right? Like how can you be, how can you trick yourself that you have done the thing before without having done the thing is pretty much what I'm saying. And that's visualizations. Our mind doesn't really know the difference between a strong visualization and reality. Why? Well, I just said that reality is essentially our perception and reality is just the information that comes into our mind 
via our five senses. That's all we have of reality. So why don't you create your own reality in your mind by visualizing you succeeding at that job interview, at starting that podcast or that business, um, at that event, you know, that running event. Visualize the success and trick your unconscious mind into believing that that's actually happened. Like trick your mind through a strong visualization of not just what it looks like, but also what it um, what it sounds like. Because remember, reality is coming through our five senses, right? So we need to visualize all of these different senses. So what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it smells like, if that's applicable, <laughs> what it tastes like, if that's applicable, and what it feels like as well. And in, in terms of feeling, that goes for kinesthetic feel, like what you can actually feel through your nerve endings, but also what it feels like inside. What are your emotions when you cross that finish line? What are your emotions when you launch that podcast and you start to get great feedback about it? What are your emotions when you land that job and you are reading on that piece of paper that you've been accepted for that job? Visualize all of that. And that, if done regularly and consistently, can very much increase your confidence and help you overcome that that problem of imposter syndrome without having done the thing in the first place. So how you can build your confidence going into that event. So there are a few different strategies that I have found to be really effective in overcoming imposter syndrome. Once again, you know, I do want to mention that it's not about banishing imposter syndrome completely. Fear and doubt is going to be ever present for the rest of our lives. So it's not about removing that completely, but it's about learning how to deal with that and to overcome that and to acknowledge those feelings and those thoughts, yet take action regardless so that you are not held back in your life by your own perceptions, by your own mind. I hope that you enjoyed that episode and that has been tangible for you to put in place different strategies to overcome your imposter syndrome. If you found that helpful and you would like to share that with me, please do. I always love to hear your feedback. So just shoot me an email that will be in the show description um, or take a screenshot of the episode, share it on social media so that other people can um, hear about that or see the podcast as well and tag me in it so that I can see that you have been listening. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.